Hey guys, I'm Stevie Nelson. And I'm Dave Horwitz. And this is I Burn Everything, a food and relationship podcast. Hi. Hi. I'm in my closet. I know where you are. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome listeners to what I have dubbed, I didn't coin it, but I am dubbing it an IBE mini-sode or a snack. Oh my gosh, just a small snack to get you through the week. Uh, yeah, just a little snack. A tiny bit of sustenance. A um, What do they call it? What do Canadians call it? They call it, oh, provision. It's a, just a provision. Canadians call snacks provisions? I know, it's not so serious. If we have any Canadian listeners, please get back to me and let us know if you yourself call it provisions. Because and, yeah. I am... Um, I, I, I dated a Canadian uh, person, a, a girl, maybe, gosh, at this point, eight or nine years ago. Wow, time is terrifying. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got to learn all about how uh, beanies were called toques, T-O-Q-U-E. Oh. Um, I got to learn that donut holes were called Timbits because they have a place called Tim Hortons in Canada instead of Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, wow. Um, I, what, oh, oh, yeah, that that their milk comes in bags. Whoa. Did you, did you know that? No, of course I didn't know that. Also, can we just say all of their um all of their nicknames for things, all their names for things are just 10 times longer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you can say snack or you can say provision. Also, correct me if this is incorrect, if the provision thing is incorrect, let me know. Yeah, but let us know. We love we love being wrong. That's our number one favorite thing. Uh, <laughs> a close second is being right. <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, Steve, you're back from Portland. I'm back. You're back I'm from back. the Pacific Northwest to the beautiful Southwest. Yeah, to the beautiful, very Southwest. To SoCal. Uh, SoCal is opening up. It sure is. How do you feel about it? I disagree with it. <laughs> I I disagree with our mayor on about everything. Um, mayor Garcetti uh, is truly uh, unqualified, in my opinion. But yeah, he's opening back up the city and opening back up restaurants and I believe gyms and a few other things. And here's why I disagree. Um, COVID is spiking right now in Los Angeles. It is actually higher than it's ever been. Like. I believe like a few days ago, it was um, the highest amount of new cases and highest amount of deaths. And it was the day he decided to open the city. And to me, I'm like, with that information, with new information, I think you go, well, never mind. This is probably a bad idea. But instead, he's like, you know what? Capitalism. I I mean, but the, and that's a nationwide thing. I mean, I, I, I have a... I have a friend who's way smarter than me who basically was giving me a little doom and gloom scenario just saying that this next wave is going to be even worse. The economic uh, relief no. is going to be even less. And we're basically screwed and <laughs> to which yeah. I said, oh, that's so what? So we so we have nothing to look forward to. I saw a picture yeah. on Twitter of a sold out stand up comedy show in Arizona that was packed out current it just happened nobody's in a mask no uh, one in the crowd and no one is social distancing and the, the 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 seats are exactly the way they were before any of this happened oh good that's good yeah just return to normal like i don't 
know why people are acting like there is not a pandemic in LA. I feel like most people are being very good about it. Like still like on our walks outside, we wear masks, but like going on a road trip was pretty enlightening. Like nobody was wearing masks almost in any other city. And I get it. Their population is less dense, but like even into a gas station or into a bathroom, like I was the only one wearing a mask. I, yeah, I went on a trip uh, up north and I went to like a little campsite place. Nobody, a bunch of families, no one's wearing a mask. People made fun of us for wearing masks. It was very odd. Um, Also, there's a restaurant down the street from both of us that is now doing uh, outside. They've opened up their sidewalk and they've brought their chairs and their booths out to the sidewalk. It is completely packed on that sidewalk and the people aren't wearing masks and they think they're six feet apart, but they're kind of not six feet apart. Also, you can't even walk by. Like people walking by can't be six feet. I stepped into the street to be six feet away from the people sitting on the sidewalk. Yeah, I, I'm struggling with it. I was a, I was very hesitant to go to a protest. Yeah, but I have some very good news for you. I went to the protest at the Hall of Justice outside mm-hmm. of Jackie Lacey's office, the district attorney. Uh, the the idea being, we got to get her out of out of office. We really do. Uh, she yeah. refuses to prosecute any any killer cops. It's it's. It's dis- I mean it's disgusting. It really is. I, I I got I got so fired up. However, I was extremely heartened to see that at this rally, which was packed but not in like in a dense shoulder to shoulder way. There was a lot of people there, but there was also a lot of space. Every single person was wearing a mask. Yeah. 100% of everyone. I love that. That's so it, good it, to hear. And also it, everyone I know that's been protesting a ton has been tested and everyone's negative. I think people are being very, very, um, like protective and safe at these protests. Yeah. And I, I think everyone is, I'm not the first person to be concerned, obviously about the imminent backlash. So when the numbers spike like crazy and then conservatives and quote unquote skeptics or else who are just conservatives hiding behind, you know, uh, curiosity, I think that people are going to say, Oh, it's these huge, uh, black lives matter protests. And, And guess what? I have seen nothing but people in masks. I've been to two right. two protests now and pretty I think I saw two people without masks the last time I went and it's because it was at a public park and I don't think they were part of the protest. So Okay, great. I'm I'm very I feel very very hopeful that way. Yeah. I can't say the same for people going to a bar patio and drinking a margarita outside no. because they suddenly can. I know. I don't really understand what the logic is. Like you're, you've been so tired. Like for me, I'm like, that seems really high risk and really unnecessary. Like I don't, I'm not going to go to a restaurant. I'd rather eat at a, get food and eat at a park outside with one person. Like I'm not even really comfortable being around like more than one person right now. Like still, you know, I, yeah, I, I still have to work in terms of photography. And so it's like, I socially distance with that and I wear a mask while I'm shooting and I only started shooting like a week ago. That's very smart to wear a mask because the person you're shooting can't wear a mask unless, I mean, that'd be pretty timely if someone's uh, headshots that had them all wearing masks. 
It'd be amazing. My mom was like, I think you should do that. And I was like, I hope I never remember this, to be honest. <laughs> I was like, I, don't, <laughs> I do not want to relive this. Um, Dave, do you have I, any? I, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, no. I, oh, I was just going to say, um, oh, boy, is it is it is it conveniently that I f- completely forgot what I was just going to say? Uh, maybe let's. Uh, OK, let's not. You know what, Steve, let's not edit this part, because this is how all of our brains are functioning right now. We are yeah. we, we are ha- experiencing too many thoughts at once. They are flying through our brains in one ear, swirling around, going out the yep. other. And yep. I think that that's honest, but it's honestly not productive for this podcast. So what were you going to say? <laughs> I was going to ask you if you had any food updates. I do have a food update. I let's see what happened. I ate some sushi yesterday. Um oh boy. Oh, I'm growing an avocado. Did I tell you that? No, what? Well, you know how when you were like a little kid and you were in science class and they taught you to sprout an avocado, put a little uh, toothpicks in the avocado and put it in water in the in the seed? Yeah. Um, so I'm doing that. Okay. And uh, I did it at the beginning of quarantine and got like a nice little sprout going. And then I watched a video on how to do it. And you were supposed to peel the seed, which I didn't do. So it was being obstructed. I got a big, nice, long uh, a little root coming out of the bottom, but it refused I... to get any bigger because it was the the, the, the peel was in the way. Okay. So I ditched that and started over. Right. And so so this is huge in about I, I heard that they take <laughs> over 10 years to, to, to uh, bear fruit. So oh. if we're still friends in 10 years and I and I found a yard to grow it in because I don't currently have a yard. Mm hmm. You're going to have all the avocados you want. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm really looking forward to this. Um, my family, my my twin five-year-olds and my husband and I will have so many avocados. Listen to that prediction. That's, <laughs> I mean, that is confidence that we will still have a functioning society in 10 years. And yeah. uh, on top of that, you're going to have twins. Yeah. And a flourishing marriage. Yeah. The marriage will be better than the twins, but the twins will be fun. Oh. Yeah. They're they're maybe they're maybe annoying. They're they're a lot. Twins have that weird, creepy connection, you know, where they're um it, twins should be the parents always, because they're just in charge, you know? Like twins are really weird. Yeah, that twin energy is really, really uh, intense sometimes. It's, it's freaky. I know yeah. someone who's a twin and he doesn't have like, he doesn't have that twin connection. Is he a fraternal twin though? Identical. I've seen pictures and you cannot tell them apart. Oh my God. Okay. Well then something went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> also, he sounds much better than most like identical twins. So creepy. Fraternal twins. That's n- nothing. I grew up with triplets and I thought they were identical and I don't know why because it was two two girls and a boy and I always got the sisters names mixed up but they looked they really didn't look anything like except all three of them had the exact same eyes. Ew. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. Hey guys, Stevie here. Just wanted to say, hey, why don't you contact us? You can email us at iburneverythingpod at gmail.com, or you can even call our hotline and leave a message, 213-458-5236. It's 
5236, and we may even talk about your message or email on a future episode. So get to it. I have a mini relationship update. Okay, let me hear. But it's an exciting one for me. Cool. So in April, yeah, I started the process of saying, I think I want to foster another dog. And I applied to a bunch of places. But the first place I ever applied to, there was this really cute little dude. I might have even mentioned him on the show. I kind of had my my heart uh, set on him. And I never heard anything back. And in the in the in the ensuing months, I've applied to four or five. I mean, I follow so many dog rescues now. Yeah, uh, it, I'm on my feed is is very inundated. It's it's a it's a lot of uh, social justice, Black Lives Matter, and then uh, tiny uh, Chihuahuas that are up for adoption. Um, so you know, just like a, a little a little variety. But recently, I got a call the other day from that initial first place that asked me. Or that I that I emailed, yes, and they have now shortlisted me, and they not only shortlisted yeah. me, but I was on the very cusp, the verge. There was like a two minute uh, difference, and everything would have changed. They needed someone to get like a, a year old puppy, <gasps> this this beautiful husky, maybe uh, collie mix with like floppy ears. Aww. They it was like, can you take a fifty pound dog? in your home right now. And I said, yeah. And I was on the way out and they called me back and said, we, we, someone else was on the phone with someone with like another person just now and they got someone. So you're off the hook for tonight. And I was like a little, not heartbroken, but I was a little bummed because I was so ready. I was like, Oh, here we go. Cause I already got clearance for my landlord to have a dog. Yeah, of course. And I was ready, steady to go pick up pebbles and, However, they were like, you're on our shortlist now. We are going to text you or call you very soon because once we have you in our system, you you, you never leave. And we're going to have, we're, you know, we would love to utilize you as soon as possible. So, wow. so, so that is a huge mini update for me because it, there's nothing concrete, but there's a dog in my future for sure. Oh, that is so exciting. That's that's good news. That's the best news, in my opinion. I know. And they have a whole litter named after all the little babies from Rugrats, which is very funny. Tommy and Angelica. So Tommy Pickles, I never realized this because I'm a little older. So I watched it at the beginning. Apparently a couple years into Rugrats, he got a little sibling named Dill. Dill Pickle. Yeah, Dill. And I was looking at Dill and that looks like a little, a pit bull mixed with something because it's the smallest dog I've ever seen with the biggest eyes and the coloring of a pit bull. And, uh, yeah, so I've just been I've just been looking around. I'm I'm very hopeful that um that something's going to happen soon because I just I've been and I don't know how you felt, but I just uh I feel like <laughs> and 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 this might be the the uh misguided uh white dork uh in me talking, but I've just wanted to help uh, generally and also specifically. So I've been donating to places going to protests uh yes. i've helped out individual people with with money in need uh, my friend like started a whole thread for uh you know if you're a trans femme and you need money and you're and you're a person of color like hop on this thread and I, that i mean again it's like it's not all for me i i gen- genuinely want to do some good but i also outside of actual <laughs> activism and 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 direct donation i i have been trying to adopt a dog and have also mm. given blood so those yeah. things those things are like really 
anything that feels like it might be helping where I'm like, take just will people take things from me because I don't want uh, things right now? Yeah, no, that's Dave. That's real. Like, I think on a like if everyone did what you're doing, right, if everyone did the like doing good for your immediate like in the immediate like um, your immediate circle, uh, the world would be such a great place to live. So I think that's exactly how you do it. And you're taking good care of yourself, too, which I think matters. Yeah, I think that's important, too. I think the I, I do think that there is a tendency to have self-care go out the window when you become inundated with yeah with concern. And I just this is not you know, I know last week we kind of reached out with a lot of specific uh, resources and places to help. And this is not that kind of episode. But I also just think that if you could find a little corner of your life to be nice to yourself and you know, I know I, I I saw a lot of I saw a lot of very justifiably angry people of color uh, recently tweeting about you know fuck these white people who are uh you know burnt out or feel like they they don't want to help anymore or they're they're getting tired after the two weeks of uh, of helping for the first time in their life and it's like I, I mean I definitely feel that hard of of oh I don't want I don't want to be that like I'm not tired but I also don't ever want to overstep my bounds and and, yeah. and 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 occupy a space that's not for me but at the same time you, you got to just like we've been saying just for quarantine stuff you got to find like a small window to be nice to yourself and if that no. window gets too big you know you're being complacent here's the thing in my opinion like you have to take care of yourself otherwise you cannot help anyone else so I really honestly think like do what you need to for you and then then you like it's putting your oxygen mask on so that then you can put someone else's on for them like in my opinion very good analogy do you know what I mean like you have to like I think I understand not wanting to take up space but I think a big part of this stuff is like I can't operate effectively if I don't take up the space that I need to that being said, I'm still incredibly active, but I do have self-care practices that I have to do daily in order to just feel good, you know, so yeah. I can, so I don't feel like I, you know, instead of feeling sad and like, I can't, um, I can't describe it. Yeah. I can't do, I, I need to like do some self-care and get right with myself well, yeah, before I can go out in the world, you know? Yeah. Yes. If you're, if, if there's, if you're completely depleted of your own personal emotional resources there's not going to be a lot left over for anyone else yes exactly um and it's but again it's like i think the whole thing is a struggle because it's hard to know if if because i certainly believe that and put that into practice but is that practice and belief a a luxury or uh an example of white privilege and it's like uh, again maybe (laughs) Maybe this show is going to have some growing pains because, like, I can't come out of this with a definitive, like, yep, it's, that's correct or no, absolutely not. But I think, um, again, we should, you know, we should set up a hotline, which is the Dave is wrong hotline. <laughs> Maybe we'll get a different uh, a different phone number that's just people going, you are fucking Dave. You're wrong. You're definitely man. wrong. Yeah. I Stevie mean, was nailing it, but you you are shit in the bed. <laughs> I mean, look, part of things changing and growing is that we're gonna be wrong I don't care that's great let me be wrong like but I think the cancel culture shaming that's happening right now from every angle and every person like it has got to stop no one no one is going to feel comfortable or 
like they can act. Like, honestly, there have been so many people being like, stop doing this. Don't do this. Only do this. Stop. Like, and it's white people Mm -hmm. to white people and it's white people to other people. And I'm just like, we have got to stop. Like, that is not helpful. If you're acting as, as if we know what other people need to do. We don't. Oh, I, I, yes. The, 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 the white people and it's, I don't know if I've ever said this before, but somebody, did I talk about how, uh, oh boy, <laughs> this is, did I tell you about the, the white supremacists, Instagram people that found me a couple months ago? I think you did. Yes. Did and I they talk kept... about it on this show? Yes, you did. Okay. Yeah. Well, so I'm seeing a lot of people getting called out for the kinds of tweets that I wrote, not in the, in the time of like a crazy or like a, an inspiring social uprising essentially, but just they found tweets of mine where I kind of just call myself out for being like an annoying white person or like, I hate it when white people, blah, blah, blah. And I think it's kind of important to not do that and to not kind of distance yourself from, um, from other, other people that are ostensibly the same as you. Although I will say those white supremacists found me because they thought I wasn't white. (laughs) They were like, if you're Jewish, you're not white. And then that was what they were angry about. But that's a story for a different time. Yeah. And by that, I mean, I don't <laughs> need to talk about that. Anymore. But, but I'm just saying, like, I'm seeing a lot of tweets similar to the ones that I got called out for by literal white supremacists. But I'm seeing people being like, white people are so annoying. And it's like, I'm looking at your avatar and you are a white person. And then I'm looking at their mentions and you're getting called out for being a white person. So, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a real, oof, oof, you know. So let's say woof woof to that and then tell me what your relationship and food updates are if you have them. I do. They're really small. But my food update is um, I'm I'm uh, having that like, um, thank God I'm home feeling after having been on a road trip for like two days there, two days home. And mm-hmm. let me tell you something. The, on the way there, I planned for it, at least to some degree. I didn't plan well, but I had enough snacks. But on the way home, I did not have enough snacks. And <gasps> what I ate was so sad. I mean, like dried mango, like a few cashews. Like, Dave, I ran out of food. And I I don't eat like fast food and I won't eat fast food. It, I get migraines. So I really ate quite literally just like dried mango on the way home. It was bad. You were not able to stop at all. I was really cautious about stopping because like mm-hmm. high, high traffic, like in the middle of nowhere, the Chevrons or the shell stations or the gas stations were pretty heavily trafficked through, you know, like, and I was, I was trying to be careful. No one was wearing masks. So I didn't want to go purchase a ton. So I just like got some, I, I, I didn't honestly even buy anything. I, I guess I also wasn't that hungry, but um, yeah, so I'm like happy to be but you at had home. To, you had to make do. Yeah. Yeah. I just had to make do. I had like one green juice, but it was rough. I, um, and my favorite food update was it was really nice to, um, for the first time I tried, um, Dutch bros coffee and their little drive through that's only like in Northern California and probably like Oregon. Um, and it's like a tiny little hutch looking sort of Dutch drive through and you get your coffee and it was so delicious. Mm, I'm, I'm going to miss it. I've heard of Dutch Bros, but it sounds Yeah, it's beautiful. really real cute, real cute little thing. I would love it if they brought it to California. Um, and relationship update, I, I'm, I am on a dating app. Um, okay. 
I got bored and just downloaded one. I'm not sure if that was a good idea or not. And um, we'll find out. But I I had a Zoom date last night. And um, I will say this. <laughs> yeah. The guy looked like a combination of two of my least favorite boyfriends. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I just honestly Wait, found... <laughs> combination combination just like in general you looked and was like oh that's this guy's eyes and this guy's forehead or 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 what he looked like a he looked like my two least favorite boyfriends had a baby oh god no i know so i was like i honestly can't do this so he just texted me to ask if i'd like to see him again and i'm gonna have to break it to him that he looks too similar to people i don't like (laughs) so (laughs) so um that's my I mean, he was lovely, very smart and stuff, but I I can't. But it's a no go. It's a it's a hard no for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a no for me, dog. That no. is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. But I, but it very. also it happens. There's people. There's people. Yeah. Um, it's not personal. There's people who just look too much like other people. Yeah, it's real. Like that's very real for me. Where I'm like, I just can't get past the fact that you look too close. Like. That's such a good example, too, of like, there was nothing really wrong with him. He seemed cool and smart and not particularly funny, but cool and smart. And but like the fact that he looked like both of them, I was like, honestly, I I, I can't see this person's face again. Oh, I th- I mean, you're reminding me my uh, and, and we, we, we got to get out of here. But this this <laughs> my 25th birthday party was maybe a month or two months after my uh, first LA girlfriend and I broke up. So my girlfriend of two years and I uh, broke up in like June or something. And then in August I had a birthday party and it was at a friend's house who invited some other people that I didn't know. And there was this girl there who looked exactly like my ex-girlfriend. Like exactly. And, and not just, Oh, it's a combination of two people. I was like, you know, whatever, drunk and processing my mid twenties feelings, not well. And also was face to face with this girl. And I definitely told her. And then when I, oh no, when I got up close, she had the lyrics to one of my favorite songs ever tattooed on her arm. And I must've, she had lyrics from the song, Say Valley Maker by Smog, okay. uh, which by the way, listeners, look it up. It's a very, very extremely wonderful, amazing, powerful song that will probably stick with you. But I remember going, that's I that's one of my favorite songs. I gotta tell you, you look like my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> and uh and I, I don't know if I was wearing it at the time, but I've seen pictures from that night and I'm wearing my dad's old checkered, like it looks like a cabbie hat, like an old kind of cabbie oh, yeah. cap with yeah. a with a birthday uh birthday hat, like with the elastic string on top of that hat. Oh wow! Okay, with my huge like mid twenties fro underneath it, so I feel like I must have freaked that girl out, and it's not her fault if she's listening, which she's not. I I never even got her name, but I'm sorry. Uh, I'm older now, and uh, I don't care that you look like my ex girlfriend. Honestly, I care. Okay, well, one (laughs) of us actually now, now I feel now I feel I feel inspired to care again too, so I care too. Okay, okay, we all care. All right, should we get out of this little snack? Yeah, we're done with our snack and we got to continue on with our day, but we hope you guys had a nice snack time with us. And um... (laughs) (laughs) listeners, we're trying to come back. We're trying to come back strong. We're trying to come back with episodes that feel like 
our kind of classic format, and I do believe that they're coming. There are some growing pains, and honestly, everything that is going on, uh, you know, please do not think that we are not aware that the country is still being ravaged by a virus. Police are still killing black people, even while there is an amazing social movement to stop that happening. Uh, But we want to continue bringing you the kind of shows that we've been bringing you with maybe a couple of tweaks here and there, but we just, we're, we're working through it just like everybody else is. And uh, it just, it doesn't seem right to stop doing it because we like doing it. So please bear with us. Thank you. And do all the things that we keep telling you to do. Like, comment, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. 213-458-5236 is our telephone number. If you want to yell at me for being wrong about something, I welcome it. it. I will Venmo you $5 as an apology. Um, you, could, you can email Stevie uh, a recipe at iburneverythingpod at gmail.com. Please do. I'll follow, try it. <laughs> you can follow her on Instagram at I am Stevie Nelson. Uh, yep. You can follow me, but I'm not posted much these days well, except for yeah. uh, the stuff you yeah, you know, I, we're I'm, also I'm, we're you, also posting. I do post daily actions. You can do so if you're feeling a little lost and just want one daily action. I will I will be posting those on the regular. So oh, that's great. Yeah. So follow. Okay, do that in follow my story, Stevie. and you want to follow me too. I'm I'm posting stuff too. What am I? Wow. What I I hate myself, but you know what? Uh, mm. I love you, and I love our show. <laughs> I love you, Dave, and I love our show, and I love all of our listeners, and I'm really grateful that we have a platform where we get to, you know, enjoy conversation in a light and, you know, a manner that has so much levity. We want to keep doing it for you guys, and we're going to keep doing it, but continue to be more mindful. Yes, and that's all we can do, and all you can do is something else, because now the episode's over, and you got to take your earbuds out and maybe talk to your roommate you've been avoiding. I love you, and so does Stevie. Goodbye. I'm Joel Spence. And I'm Deborah Tarika. We are co-hosts of this particular album is very, very important to me. This is the podcast where we ask people we love to pick an album that is very, very important to them. And here they share their memories. Great and not so great. And emotional connections. Great and not so great. And we all get to listen to it through their ears. All the guests in season three, introduce yourselves, please. Hello, my name is Thomas Lennon. Hello, this is June Diane Raphael. Hey, this is Eugene Cordero. Hey, this is Keiko Agena. Hey, this is Paula Tompkins. Hello, my name is Tawny Newsom. Hello. This is Colin Hanks. Hi, this is Kirsten Bangsness. Hey, this is Matt Besser. What albums did they pick? Well, find out by subscribing to this particular album is very, very important to me on Campfire Media or wherever you get your podcasts. Campfire.